Meeting the people in your community. Here's Lisa Kay with Talk of the Town. We are back in the KTOE studio. It's Talk of the Town. Today, Lisa Kay back in um, behind the microphone and across the table for... uh, the very first visit to Talk of the Town, we've got Terry Anderson with Valley Veggies and Flowers. How are you doing, Terry? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. I'm so glad you're able to join me. Yeah. I've been talking a lot to people around here about like, I haven't had her on yet, but I'm excited I, to be here. I'm super <laughs> happy. Um, a lot of people that are listening might have heard me talk about my my volunteer work out at Valley Veggies and Flowers. Yeah. And first of all, thank you for doing that and giving me this creative outlet in this wonderful place to go. I love gardening. That's not a secret with any of my listeners. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> when I saw, uh, I think it was about a year ago that you needed volunteers, um, I was like, oh, I wonder if I wonder if they'll let me in. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's been our pleasure. <laughs> I love going out to Valley Veggies. Now, Valley Veggies is close to Minneopa uh, State Park. It's on State Highway 68. Yep. And so you're really just kind of right across the street down the road a little bit. Yep. Actually, from the junction of 169 and 68, we are exactly 5.5 miles on the left or south side of the highway. So if uh, that, now the closing of the highway has diverted a lot of traffic down 68. Oh, so yes, it has. Have you, and that's going to be a couple of years, right? Um, yeah, I think it's one more year okay. before that is done. And so that's, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are driving by. You're probably getting a lot of people that stopped in during oh, the yeah. last season. Oh, yeah. It has greatly increased the traffic past us. And therefore, a lot more people have discovered us. I noticed as I'm volunteering out there that a lot of people will come in during the season when we're out there working. And they'll say, I, I've driven by so many times, I've never stopped. Yep. And I say, thank you. Thank you for stopping today. <laughs> right. And this is not the first time. Um, you've been there for quite a while. Give me a little backstory. I don't know how far back you want to go with with uh, your history with Valley Veggies and Flowers and how it came to be what it is today. Well, we are starting our 26th season. And yeah, background and story, that's a, kind of an interesting one. The number one reason that I got started on site there is because I had four children. And out of those four children, our third child was a boy. He was 10 at the time. Um, and then two older sisters mm-hmm. and a younger sister. And um, I was working a part-time job at the River Hills Mall in Mankato. And I came home one day and discovered he was in his bathroom making hydrogen. Now, that's what? not... <laughs> That's not, that's not normally, that was not uncommon for him. And that's not really the, the problem. Um, the problem comes in how he was going about it. So normally when you make hydrogen, you use a small sink of water, a C or D battery, and a small pop bottle. You separate out the molecules, you create the bomb, you take it outside, you blow it up. What? Yeah, how, He's a yeah. smart boy, but how did he learn uh, yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. And uh, that was some <laughs> of the biggest problems I had to keep up on top of him. Um, but that's not what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He was using the bathtub. Oh. He had a Culligan water bottle. <gasps> A car battery up against the bathtub and up against the car battery he had airplane fuel because he had a remote control airplane. Oh, my goodness. And I was just really, really afraid I was going to come home the next day or so and have nothing but a hole in the ground where my house and children should be. Right. So I literally quit my job the next day. I said, I, I just have to be I have there. to be home with these kids. Yes. And so and, then you decided to 
grow? Was there, were you growing? Well, on, it's, a, it's farmland. <laughs> I mean, were you growing on the land before? Um, yeah, actually, I'm a fifth generation grower and my parents were organic growers um, starting in the late 1970s. Before it was cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, way right? <laughs> before it was cool. So the time frame that I'm talking about is actually in the 1980s and I did help my parents um, off and on on that part of the farm, which is part of where I live now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually said to my children, uh, we're not going to lay in front of the TV all summer. We're going to put in a garden, and let's see if you can sell any of it at the end of the driveway. Nice. Because I was thinking that would teach them some skills. Sure. You know, dealing with people, maybe money, making change. Well, And the, growing. Well, right? yes, yeah. that on top of it. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, so they started out with a little trailer at the end of the driveway, waving at everybody going by, just trying to get people to stop dancing, whatever they could do right. to get people to stop. And that's how it started the first year. By the second year, we had a little canopy at the end of the driveway. And from there, well, history, um, we've expanded to uh, three greenhouses and a sales building. And um, it has become much more. It has become much more. Yes. And I'm, I'm sad to be in it on the, on the backside of it, but I've seen the growth over the years because yep. I used to stop by and buy plant starts from you. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, there was, oh. I didn't meet you because there was the, there was like an honor box there. So you drop the money yes. in the box and you take what you needed. Yes. And so uh, my girlfriend and I would do that um, oh, for cool. a couple of seasons. Oh. And so we were growing before I even knew you. Uh, and now with the business uh, getting so big, what have you seen as far as um, your change in maybe growing practices? Um, oh, way. Yeah. Because are, are you still, you're not certified organic. No, I dropped that certification probably 15 years ago okay. now. Yeah. And why is that? But organic practices. Right? Oh, I What's continue. I continue with organic practices. My uh, soul will not allow me to do anything else. Right. Um, but yes, I actually do teach the organic practices. Um, some years we have interns and there there is no other way as far as I'm concerned to do this. Um, so the reason that I actually dropped the certification um, is because it became expensive. The paperwork is tremendous. Um, I wear all the hats in right. my in my business, and then when it was when it became okay for organic growers to become very large commercial growers, um, it just didn't mean anything to me anymore. Right. You know, when, when larger organic growers, all they have to do is give a reason for using a chemical and document it. That's not organic then, right? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna, gonna to leave that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> leave what, that one there. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel. But the practices that you use now are, are organic. There's not, Absolutely. There's not chemicals. If you go buy um, something that has been started by seed in either your house or in it's, either one of the one of the greenhouses out there, which yeah. we're, we're getting ready to do that right now. Um, it's it's organic practice, meaning certain types of soil, certain types um, of. Well, yes, um, we only use OMRI certified soil. Um, we use either untreated or organic seed. So right from the beginning, the chemicals are not in our plants. Mm-hmm. 
So that, I do believe, is a big draw as to why we do so well with actual plant sales. And the plant sales um, have kind of morphed into plants and flowers. So I want to oh, yeah. talk about that, too, because um, it's not just plants. It's not just, uh, you know, vegetables that you're starting and selling the starts to people to go plant in their own garden. If you're listening and you're thinking, oh, I, the snow needs to melt first. Um, <laughs> yes, that's, that's but true. You've grown, you've grown from veggies to veggies and flowers. Absolutely. And actually, I believe it was five years ago that we changed our name to Valley Veggies and Flowers. Mm -hmm. So we have always, over the years, um, started at least the Benares Giant Zinnias, which is the one flower that we are really known for. Really famous for. Yeah, that has been my signature flower right from the beginning. So I think it was the third year that we were doing this is when I started with the Benares Giants. I had a section of them out in front, and we did sell them as a pot, as a cut flower right from the beginning, but it was just a very, very tiny little patch. patch. Okay. Yep. And then about 10 years ago, we became to realize that people had a lot more interest in flowers than what we maybe originally anticipated. Mm. So then we doubled the amount of flowers that we were doing. And that went so well that um, five years ago, we tripled it. <laughs> and <laughs> what then, are we doing this year? And then, the, the uh, so it'd be two years ago, we doubled that again. And um, last year, we finally added a whole nother section to that yet too. So we think we are to the point where we have just the right amount for cut flowers or the pick your own flowers, I should say. So that is an experience in and of itself that my first year volunteering with you, I really, really enjoyed that. It's fun. It is beautiful. So like those flowers that people come out to cut themselves, yep. you, pay a, you pay a nominal fee and you can fill, as, uh, fill, fill the cup up that you want. Yes, we put a lot of different meanings to the solo cup out there. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and so I know that I've seen people come out with bridesmaid parties there are yes. like just groups of people there's generations that come out and cut together yes um, we've had uh, just families come out and so the first year that we really expanded our our flower patch um, we didn't know it at the time but there was a group of college girls msu college girls mm -hmm. that started a tiktok challenge Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> so that would have been, um, I'm trying to think, that would have been three or four years ago. I kind of lose track of time a little <laughs> bit. And we couldn't figure out. There was all these college girls coming out, like, just dressed, just gorgeous, you know, oh. hair, makeup, heels, out dresses. Out at the farm. Out at the farm. <laughs> yes, out at the farm. Here we are And they were coming and out, and, and they'd pay for their flowers, and then they were taking pictures of each other, picking the flowers and with the bouquets and it's so they it was it was really <laughs> cute it kind of expanded from that to taking their picture with the flowers and then taking the pictures with our dog right um and then from there they had to take um the next tiktok challenge was as they had to pick the flowers and then kiss the really big frog I've oh, got out yeah, there and yeah. then take a picture of that. There's a gigantic frog right. sculpture. Not the only sculpture, by by the way, because oh, no, sometimes when no, you go out there, no. there are things for the kids to do to find your sculptures that are all over yes, the place. Yes, yes. So, so anyways, um, 
that really got the ball rolling for us. And whoever they were, I never did know their names. Thank you, because it really brought a lot of attention to what we had going on out there. So that that's that's really, I think, why it truly exploded with the pick your own flower. Right, and it really is a generational thing. It's nice to see people of all ages coming out. Terry from Valley Veggies and Flowers, my guest today on Talk of the Town. And as we talk about the pick your own flower patch, that doesn't mean that you leave vegetables behind. You're still, oh no, 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 you're still (laughs) growing. And uh, what's going on right now? As far I know that you're doing some seeding inside because we've got snow outside right now. Um, But as I've got this. Horrible, like I, I called it seasonal affective, the sad. And you said, no, that, that means seed acquisition disorder. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Which I just laughed at. <laughs> Us gardeners are like, yep. Um, what are you doing right now to get ready for what's coming? Oh, boy. Well, there's a lot of plants that need to be started now so that they are of a good size or in bloom when we open right around May 1st. Okay. So lavender is one of them. I, I don't think I ever in this lifetime could start enough lavender Lavender is one of our big demand herbs. Hmm. So we do a large amount of herbs. Mm -hmm. Um, Lavender and rosemary are being started right now. Okay. Um, Then there are a lot of different kinds of flowers that need to be started now so that they're of a decent size. And I'm telling you right now, I'm blanking on the names of what they are. I know that you're Uh, starting only because I I am invested here, Um, but I know that you're starting (laughs) my favorite, the Lysianthus. Yes, which yep, are that's gorgeous. one of them. The uh, the cannas that were you were doing. Oh yes, the, the cannas, the alstroemeria. Um, I just started some banana trees, <laughs> which are so cool. <laughs> well, well, hopefully we'll get them to germinate. Right. Um, last year was our first time that we worked on um, germinating the banana trees. Unfortunately, they were inedible ones, mm-hmm. and out of thirty seeds, we got five to germinate. That was so fun to watch oh, them. They they are they are tricky. And the crazy part about banana seeds, they can take anywhere from three to six months before they germinate. So you don't know what they're going to do right. or when. It's just always, so that's that's one of the fun things that we get to do. And then this year, um, the cannas um, that we're starting, I always start all my stuff from seed, by mm-hmm. the way, because that's the legal way for me to do it. Um, especially if I'm planning on selling the plant, mm-hmm. which these we are. They are a canna that is designed to grow in a pot. Oh. So you can put it on your deck and then you can bring it inside during the winter. Um, you don't have to put them in the ground and then dig dig, them dig up the tubers and, up. Right. Okay. Yep. That's quite a bit of work. And there's so much education that goes on too, because when you're out there, I'm watching you teach people. They stop out and they really yes. learn things about, I had no idea you know, um, when you're talking about vegetables, um, I mean, you're, you're growing, of course, herbs, but your your tomatoes, your peppers, all yeah. of cold crops. Yeah, um, kohlrabi is one that we're pretty well known for too. Um, I really like the Cossack variety, which is <laughs> it doesn't get woody, and it can get the size of a basketball. They're huge, and I will tell you, I spent probably the first five years trying to convince people that that kohlrabi was not woody. I couldn't sell them. I had to sample them. Sure. Because people just would not believe that that huge kohlrabi was not woody. Right. (laughs) And I know that I got just a quick 30 seconds on how did the pandemic affect Valley Veggies and Flowers when we went through that? 
Oh, I will tell you that first year of 2020, we were not prepared for the amount of people that came in our door the first day. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was just crazy. Um, you know, a lot of people because they were being home um, had time to do gardening. Right. Uh, decided to try it out, and yes, it was it was extremely busy, and actually that was really good for us. At least the next year we were prepared mm-hmm. <laughs> for when we opened our doors for the for the rush of people that were coming in. So, and yeah. uh, in addition to all of the things, how many? I, I mean, what was it? Thousands and thousands of starts that you do. I oh, remember every we were, year we do approximately sixty thousand. Sixty thousand plant starts, plants yes, and flowers. Yes. And one of the questions I get very often about that is, do you have a cedar? (laughs) No. No, No, we don't. Um, I am very, very thankful for the people that volunteer with me. It is all done by hand. Mm -hmm. Um, Your your tomatoes and your peppers, we do seed directly into flats. Mm -hmm. And then when they get to a decent size, then we pot them up into our famous red sole cups that we drill holes into. <laughs> so we really, truly do give a whole meaning to the red solo cup. Right, absolutely. And yep. it is all done by hand with love, and that's why yes. um, it's, yeah, I've planted many, many of those, and I'm looking forward to I need to get my hands back in the dirt, Terry, I'm telling you. Well, we're almost there. <laughs> we're almost there. <laughs> we're almost there. Um, the greenhouses are wood-heated. Oh, yeah. That's another thing that's really unique about our personal setup. We have no other option for heat other than wood. So starting in the month of January, almost every Saturday, um, weather permitting, Mm -hmm. um, we have a wood cutting party. And we go through um, somewhere between 10 and 15 cords of wood a year to take care of those wood stoves. So we have three greenhouses, and all three of them have each have a wood stove in them. So yeah, that's um, real unique, and you know that's one of the things that make our plants so hardy. Mm-hmm. Because when they have a fluctuation in temperature, so they maybe get a little too cold, not fr- not freezing, of right. course. Um, and sometimes they get a little too hot, and sometimes they get maybe a little too dry. And <laughs> we don't usually have too many problems with them getting too wet. But that really strengthens those plants, um, just the fluctuation of, of right. temperature, so that when you get them and you put them in the ground, they are just ready to go to town. Well, we are yeah. ready to go to town, and I cannot, I cannot wait. Um, <laughs> but one of the neat things that we have to mention in the last couple of minutes that we have left is the the uh, attitude of collaboration that you have with other growers. Oh, yes. I know that when you go to sell things at at the farm market that you have on property, yep. um, there is often things that didn't come from Valley Veggies and Flowers. Yeah. I mean, we are growers, and a lot of what we have there is grown by us. But I do have um, partnerships with other growers in the area. Um, one is Alternative Roots. The other one is Under the Sun Herbs. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave Sonic, He I get potatoes and carrots and onions from him Mm -hmm. um and then just across the road from us is anderson farms and they are my cousins (laughs) which you know last name um yeah yep so we have their famous sweet corn in there and melons and and then actually we start um a lot of the tomato plants for anderson farms so there's a collaboration in in that direction too 
I love so, that. I love the whole process and the practice. And um, we're running short on time here. I could talk to you forever, you know, because we talk forever. I'm sure I'll see you out at the farm and we'll be doing some more talking. Um, and hopefully you'll come back on Talk of the Town. Oh, sure. Until then, we're looking at somewhere around May when you're going to open up. Where yes. do we find out what date that is when that happens? How do we follow along with what you're doing? Because you're, you're online teaching right now. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so we have a Facebook page where there's a lot of activity pretty much daily, and that is Valley Veggies and Flowers is the Facebook page. We do have a website, which is valleyveggiesmn.com. Make sure that you get the MN in there, or you will get a Valley Veggies in Wisconsin. Uh-huh. Um, and we're definitely not in Wisconsin. Not in Wisconsin. Definitely mm-hmm. not. We are also on Instagram. Okay. On And that is Valley Veggies and Flowers on Instagram also. And I'm on Twitter. <laughs> You're all over the place. And yes, I am. We, we always ask, when does she have time to do anything? But it all gets done. <laughs> well, you know what? I've had some really great, um, not only relatives and volunteers that have helped me with that end of things. I actually have one volunteer that... that um, helps me and his name is Joshua Manns. He's actually mm. a tech. Okay. And he helps me with my website and whenever I come crying to him, I mess <laughs> I, I'm sorry I messed this up. Please fix it. Can you help me? Um he so very willingly does and, and responds very quickly. Uh, but a lot of these are all connected together right? so that when I put stuff on my Facebook page, it automatically goes to Twitter okay. and to Instagram. And I do have a Facebook news feed on my website. Okay. Um, you do only see the top five posts on the website. Well, what I'm going to do is put all the links to all of those things that you mentioned underneath the interview here in the show notes. So oh, if cool. listeners are out there going, wait, when do I connect? How do I connect? There's snow on the ground. We're not ready yet. Um, no, we're not, but it'll be in just a little bit. Just hold on. Uh, oh, yes, and, yes. And, and we do usually open um, right around May 1st. And I'm going to say around because we live mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Yeah, right. Um, I have opened as early as April 15th, and I have opened as late as May 10th. That's why it's really important to to keep track either on the website or the Facebook page we just never know right. what Minnesota's going to do. And I'm going to say you have to follow the whole season through because you start with the plant starts, then you move into flowers, then yes. you move into farm market type things. When th- yep. And then fall is just a great time of year. You're never going to find like more squash oh, yeah. and potatoes that's, that's and all that. That's my favorite time of year. It's just like a carnival out yeah. there every day. Lots yeah. of people coming out to take photos too. And that's, that's welcome. Yes. Come out and visit. Yes. Right? Yes, please. Come out and visit. Once again, where are you located? We are, I'll give you our address, 52727 State Highway 68, Lake Crystal, Minnesota, 56055. And the address is misleading because we are only five and a half miles from Mankato. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're looking to find us in a very simple way, if you know where the entrance is to the bison of Minneapolis State Park, we are exactly 3.5 miles past that. We'll find It's you. hard to miss us. There's three greenhouses right out in front <laughs> in the highway. And you might so. see me in a field somewhere. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Activity. Right. <laughs> Terry, thank you so much for coming in. It's so good to have you here, and hopefully we'll have you back. Uh, I know you're, you're busy as time permits, though. You're certainly welcome. Oh, I would love to. Thanks for coming in. Terry from Valley thank Veggies you. and Flowers today on Talk of the Town. <laughs>